made. It is the Lord who has made this day for you and I to be here this afternoon, this evening, I should say. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been preaching in uh, Bradford in the afternoon, in the afternoon, so the afternoon has become part of me. Hallelujah. I remember when I was doing my second degree at a certain university and my final dissertation presentation, as soon as I picked the mic, I said, praise the Lord. And all the professors were, look, they were just looking at me because I'm used to microphones with praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And I said, ah, did they hear or they didn't hear? But the way they were, the way they were, they were looking at me, I said, no, they heard it, but they didn't say anything. I was expecting my personal Twitter to say, hey, what, 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 what was that? But the man never said anything. Hallelujah. So when you, are used, when you are used to something, you are used to it. Because any time I pick the microphone, praise the Lord. Or amen. Hallelujah. So when I pick up, I say, praise the Lord. And I will say, hey, oh my God. You are not in the church. You are in the lecture hall. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now just by the way. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you this evening, O oh God, for your mercies, O oh God, upon our lives. Your word says that it's you who has made this day for us, O oh God, for us to gather here this, after this evening. We commit every word that, Father, you have prepared for us into your hands, O oh God. Open our heart of understanding, O oh God, to receive from you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. For the past three Four weeks, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Reverend has been talking about leadership, 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 which is very, very, very important. He, he has talked about Peter, talking about other people. Hallelujah. Very, 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 very uh, topic, which all of us are listening and taking note of it. Amen. Today, I want us to look at something concerning leadership. Hallelujah. Amen. Leadership. I'm not going to talk about Peter or Paul. I will leave that one for Reverend, our daddy. Hallelujah. To talk about that. But I'm going to talk about something that is very, 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 very important. And I'm going to use only two people in the Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. So as a leader, as a leader, what we need, what we need as a leaders in the church, as believers, or as leaders, what do we need to be able to function effectively in our calling? What do we need? That's the question. What do we need? When somebody, when a leader or a mom or dad sends somebody to go and do something for them, they give them something, a resource or something to perform that task. They've asked them to perform. Hallelujah. So what do we need as Christians? what we need to be able to function very, very effectively. Amen. So I want to use Joshua as an example. Joshua as an example. In the book of Joshua chapter 1, we want to read from verse 1 to 9. Hallelujah. 
So after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over there, this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am going to give to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I, will, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Ephrath, all the land of the Hattites, and to the great sea, toward going down of the sun, shall be, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses. So I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people, for to this people, shall, people shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their father to give them. I think, let me tell you, that one is very far from me. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to, according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Hallelujah. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible tells us that Moses led the Israelites from, the, from Egypt. And they were going to the promised land. And at the point, Moses became disobedient. And God said, this is going to be the end of your journey. So he asked Joshua to carry on, to take the leadership mantle. Hallelujah. Which he accepted it. And he said, this is where I'm going to give it to you. And this is what you have to do. But the instruction was clear. He said, do not depart from the word. Hallelujah. He said, do not depart from the word. Meditate on it day in, day out. Hallelujah. This is a leader who is leading the people. God did not say, go and take a weapon or, or go and do this or go and do that or go and do this. He said, meditate on the word day in, day out. Hallelujah. So in other words, the only Resource or anything, only thing that was given to Joshua was the word of God. Hallelujah. The word of God. He said, do not turn to the left or to the right, but meditate on it day and night. And you shall what? Be prosperous and be sources. Hallelujah. Amen. So that was the only thing. He has to lead all the people from where they were to the promised land. 
So what am I trying to say? As leaders, as Christians, as church workers, what can make us to become very, very effective in our calling? It's the word of God. Hallelujah. It's the word of God. This very young man has to, he had to lead these people all the way through the rivers, through the desert, through all obstacles. God said, I'm not going to give you cutlass or, or, or a machine or any other thing. But the word of God alone will guide you, will take you wherever you want to get to. And he told him, he said, if you're able to do this, hallelujah, not me, God, is coming to prosper you. Then you will what? make your way prosperous. Amen. So three times in the short message or the speech, God used Joshua to be what? Encourage Joshua to be what? To be strong and courageous. Hallelujah. That was the only resource that was given to him. Hallelujah. No car, no plane ticket, no sanders, nothing. The word of God. Hallelujah. The word of God. Today as Christians, sometimes, all of us, if not, you may be me. Because I know myself better than you. We leave the Bible somewhere. We come to church on Sunday. As soon as we go home, we dump the Bible somewhere. We don't go close to the Bible anymore. We don't read our Bibles anymore. We don't study the Bibles anymore. We, 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 we stay far away from the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But it was the same word of God that made Joshua prosperous. It was the word of God. He said, meditate on it day and night. Amen. So he said, my presence, God's own presence, that's verse 5, is going to be with him. But the book of the law, which Joshua was to lean on every day, every day. Amen. Amen. So that was the Old Testament. When it comes to the New Testament in the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 32, it says something over there. Acts, Acts 20 verse 32. Let me. So it says, now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Hallelujah. So he said, I command you to the word of God. I command you to the word. I command you to God and to the word of his grace. Hallelujah. The word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. Hallelujah. So the word of God was mentioned in the Old Testament, which was given to uh, Joshua to lead the people. In the New Testament, 
I mean, nowadays when you go to the Facebook, you are reading certain things. People will say, "Oh, the Old Testament is no more our days. It, it has passed. We are in the New Testament." All of them apply. So, in case you miss it in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, it's still in the New Testament. Hallelujah! I believe the art is in the, it's in the New Testament, or it's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. Hallelujah! He said, "I command you to God and to the Word of His grace, which is able to build you up." So he didn't say anything is able to build you up. But he said the word of God. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 1 verse 1. It says in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. And the word was with God. Hallelujah. So nobody has seen God before. So if you want to see God. The Bible says in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. So you have to study the scriptures. Amen. And this is the only thing that can build us up. When you are not built up and you are doing something, sometimes you get frustrated and challenges and here and there. I was telling my church members in Bradford last, last Sunday and I said, hey, church thing is something that you are always alone. People that you expect, you expect this person to be there. You know that this person knows that he has to be there, she has to be there. You won't see, you won't see them. You'll find them anywhere. They won't even call you to say, oh, Brother, sister, I can't make it today. No. It's the only thing. But if I should say, oh, my brother, let's go to town tomorrow afternoon. If he or she is not able to make it up, he'll call me and say, oh, I can't make it. Am I making sense? Yeah, they'll call, I can't make it to the town tomorrow. But when they come to church, you are alone. Hallelujah. They won't call you. They, they are, it's as if, as if you, are, you are doing something that's going to bring about millions into your own pocket. They don't care. Hallelujah. But is it the word of God is the only thing that can what? Build us up. Hallelujah. It's the only thing that can build us up. It's, I command you to God. I command you to God. And the word. Hallelujah. Amen. So all we need, everything that we need as leaders, as Christians, as believers, as church workers, or everything, that's what Jesus said on the cross, is it, it is finished. Everything we need to function very, 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 very effectively as Christians is provided. It's available to us. It's up to us or to get close to it. To read it. Study it. Day in day out hallelujah amen it's available sometimes i when i went to the camp i listened to dr frank and in fact uh, the pastor said something uh, up to date and i've mentioned it so many times and it was even my sister Eunice who reminded me he said something he said as a christian if god has not blessed you within a year or something i think he said something of similar to that then there's an error. So, when, I, when we came from the camp, I was lying in bed one day and this statement came to my mind. I said, hey. so as a Christian, if God has not done something within a year, hey, then am I lacking something? So, these were the questions I was asking. Am I lacking something? Or am I not functioning according to the word of God? Am I making 
Jesus. And this has been ringing in my ears every now and then. Because our, our, our Father is the creator of the universe and the earth. The Bible says everything from beginning to the end belongs to him. So, why, why is it that I cannot tap into that blessing? Why is it I want to speak? Nothing happens. And up to date, I've been struggling with that thing. I say, hey, then I have to change. And that's what some of the things I was telling him. I said, then I have to change. Because if I've not received something, something I can say, that's for this one, it's God. It's not by my strength. Not by my wisdom or understanding. As for this one, it's God. Then there's something wrong somewhere. Hallelujah. So everything we need to function effectively as Christians is the word of God. Everything. The, Jesus said, I mean, I am going, but I will leave you the comforter. So the comforter is also here. Hallelujah. He's with us. So all is, we have to do is to tap into it. Tap into it. Tap into it. And I will be doing that. Imagine Sister Biola will send me, Minister Biola will send me, or Minister Shela will send me, go to that road. Take these people to the other side of the road where there are so many obstacles, so many things to jump over, to cross, and to dodge, and to do all that. But he said, the only thing I'm giving to you is the word of God. It, it sounds a bit something. Is it the only thing I'm giving to the word of God? My word. Meditate on it. Oh, there's a war somewhere, somewhere in Lees and somewhere in the city center. And uh, Reverend asked me to go, go to maybe her house, but go to city center. But he said, I'm not going to give you any weapon. No helmet, nothing. The only thing I'm going to give you is the word of God. Meditate on it day and night. If you are not careful, you say, no, no, this one. It's not going to work. Hallelujah. Amen. So the word of God is very, 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 very important. Very, very important. Very, very important in our lives as Christians. Amen. Amen. So I got some few points here. Which number one point I say fundamental facts. That's why I've named them fundamental facts. Hallelujah. Amen. So number one, the word has divine authority. Number one, the word has divine authority. Amen. In Genesis chapter 1, God spoke authoritative words. He said, let there be. And there was. So the earth is a product of what? Of God's word. He said, let there be. And there was. The earth responded immediately to the word of God. Hallelujah. 
Amen. So the authority of God's word is backed by his very being, his very character, and his internal throne. Hallelujah. Amen. So wherever the word of God is speaked, when you speak the word of God, when the word of God is centered in you with faith, that's another thing I think I should have talked about. Anytime you open your mouth to speak, you speak to what? Authority. Divine authority, not just just earthly authority, divine authority. Something follows, something pushes it, something gives that 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 word. Hallelujah. Amen. So the word has divine authority right from the beginning of the creation of the world. The Lord, the Bible says, He spoke, God spoke. Let there be, and there was. Another thing we have to also know that the word has divine power. Divine power. The word has a divine power. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Can you put that on screen, please? For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the, the division of soul and spirit and joint and marrow and it said this descender of what of thought and intent of the heart hallelujah so the bible says it's so powerful the other day reverend taught that the soul and the spirit i've listened to men of god when they are trying to differentiate between the soul and the spirit if you don't listen carefully you understand they are so Close, very, very close. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible says that the word of God is able to what? Divide, put the line between them. Amen. So it has that divine power. Amen. In the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 6, he says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the word of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. It's the power of God unto salvation. Paul says. Hallelujah. So the word has a divine authority. The word has a divine power. Acts chapter 10, verse 42. Let's read something. Acts chapter 10, uh, verse 42 to 44, please. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name. Whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. While Peter was speaking these words, 
the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. Hallelujah. So whilst Peter was speaking to the people, preaching the gospel, just speaking, just speaking, the Bible says, then the Holy Spirit what, fell upon all those who heard, who heard the word of God. Hallelujah. So I remember pastor has taught us something. He said, you, you just share the, the, the flyers. Just share it. As you are sharing it, as you are talking, the God has his own way of what? Of causing people to what to come. Hallelujah. So I speak the word. The word has its own power, divine power to make a way. Hallelujah. To cause people, to make a way to people's hearts and people's mind. Hallelujah. So while Peter was speaking these words, the word of God, said the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. It fell upon all of them because of the divine power it carries. Hallelujah. Amen. The word also has a divine fire. Number three, the word also has a divine fire. Jeremiah 5, 11 to 14. For the house of Israel and the house of Judah have dealt very treacherously with me, says the Lord. They have lied about the Lord and said, it is not he. Neither will evil come upon us, nor shall we see sword of famine. And the prophet become wing. Not that way. Because they were lying against God. They were, they were blaspheming. Hallelujah. Then the Bible says, and the prophet be become wing. For the word is not in them. Hallelujah. Thus shall it be done to them. Continue. Therefore, thus says the Lord, God of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in your mouth fire. And these people would. Hallelujah. So when you speak the word, you study the word, you meditate on the word. The word, the, the Bible says what? You cause your mouth to be what? To be fire. Hallelujah. Amen. He will cause your mouth to be what? To be fire. For the word is not in them. They shall, they shall, that they, sh they that sh shall it be done to them. Therefore, that says the Lord God of hosts. Because you speak this word, behold, I'll make I will make my words in your mouth fire. Because we speak the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So when you are going when you are going to a place in the book of Exodus chapter 21, verse 13 downwards. Exodus 21 or, or 13 verse 21 rider it talks about the fact that when the when the israelites were traveling from the uh, egypt to to the promised land god caused fire 
to come on their way in the night and also light to come on their way during the hot during the day hallelujah we all know what fire can do hallelujah when you speak and there's a fire when there's fire ahead of you when you're going somewhere you fear nothing i was listening to a brother when he said he went to a church he went to a church and there was this man who came to a church and that's why reverend says all the time that uh, it's not everybody who comes to a church is a christian he said well there was this man who came to who came to the church one sunday in a church they were so as soon as the man got out not knowing the man was a fetish buddhi, uh, voodoo, a voodoo man he had a, a brother in the same church so this brother would come and tell and speak the word of God to him. Said, "My pastor has this. My pastor has done that. Uh, repent and throw these things away and come and follow me." So the man decided to go to the pastor and try the pastor. So when he went to the church, he said he he sat at the back. But as soon as he entered the church and the pastor was about to preach, the pastor said, "Let us all stand up and begin to pray." So I believe the pastor said something in there. In the in the in the in the in the sanctuary, so they prayed, and after that, the, ma- the pastor preached his word. So as soon as the man got out, he was telling his friend that, as your as your pastor was preaching, I saw fire was coming out. Every any time he opened his mouth to speak, I saw fire was what coming out. Fire was just coming out. So he, the man couldn't stay to the end of the word, end of the service. Hallelujah. So the word of God, hallelujah, it has everything, everything that you can think of. Everything you can think of. Hallelujah. Amen. So not until God opens your eyes or not until you yourself, you soak yourself into the word of God and it happens to you, go to a place, you speak the word of God and miracle begin to happen. You say, hey, is that me? Okay. This thing works. Hallelujah. Amen. So the word of God works. It works. The problem is what? It's us. To study the word. When God told Joshua, he said, meditate on this thing. This is the only thing I have for you to go. The bush that you found yourself with the paper that you are going to leave, a young man. This is the only thing I have for you. He did not say, go to church. And go and pray in the church. I'm not saying you don't have to go to church. He did not say go to this place and go and do that. He did not say, no, he said this is the only thing I have for you. Because in the word of God, you find out that you have to go to church. Hallelujah. In the, go- in the word of God, you find out that you have to pay your tithe. So the source of everything is the word of God. The word of God. Amen. Joel, let's also look at uh, Jeremiah, same Jeremiah 23, verse 29, please. It's not my word like a fire, says the Lord. And like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Hallelujah. So these are not my words. These are the words of God. Amen. It's not my word like a fire, says the Lord. 
and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Amen. Number four, the word also has a divine spirit. Amen. The word has a divine spirit. In the book of John, chapter 6, verse 63. John 6, 63. So it is the word, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profit nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. So this is the words of Jesus. He said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are what? They are life. Hallelujah. Amen. So the word of God is a spirit. Wherever you speak, that's where people can speak here. It happened to Jesus so many times when the, the, the woman whose daughter was demon-possessed, he said, go. She's healed. Hallelujah. So you can be here and you speak the word of God and the word of God will, will manifest somewhere far away from you. You can be here, you speak the word of God and the word of God will perform and take somewhere miles away from you because it's a spirit. Hallelujah. The other day I was sharing with my, my Bradford church members and I was telling them a story about a certain, a certain, a certain man who, who, who thought that his, his family is so demonic and all that. So, so he became an ambassador to, to a certain country, uh, in Belgium to a certain country. And this man would travel to his home country. When he goes to his home country, he won't go to the hometown. So many times, it happens so many times, he won't go to his hometown. Until one day, he said, oh, that's for this one I'm going. So when he go to the hometown, there was this old woman in the house, and he said, oh, how are you? And this and that, you are welcome and here. And when did you come? The woman said, the man said, oh, I came yesterday. He said, oh, he mentioned his name. And he said, why? Why are you deceiving yourself, my brother, my son? Where you live in, the, in, in that country, we come there. And the, man, the woman started giving a description of the things in the garden. The chairs and the trees, everything. I mean, he, she narrated everything from beginning to the end. The man said, why is he was standing? He was shaking. He was just shaking. He was just shaking. He said, how? This woman is a woman who has even seen a passport before. So how did he manage to go to far country from all the way West Africa to Belgium, to Brazos? The woman knew every single thing in the garden. And possibly in the bedroom and the living room as well, but that one was not mentioned. Hallelujah. So spirits, if, if, the, if, if the demonic spirit can, can go as far as 
wherever they can go without document. They, 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 don't, they don't have any respect for immigration barriers. No. They just cross and go. They just cross and go. They don't have to go and see Theresa May's home office, immigration offices and all that. No, 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 no. It's just one minute they are there. So the spirit, the word of God is about as a divine spirit. That is above every spirit. Jesus says something that he said, go. Your son is healed. Go. Your daughter is healed. Go. Just go, 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 go. He, he spoke the word. And the spirit took over and performed the, the tax. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so when you look at the account of Jesus Christ, uh, anyway, maybe you have uh, come across one of them, but I haven't come across. Anytime a problem is confronted with him, he said, he just speak the word. He just speak the word. He doesn't pray. He just speak the word. Hallelujah. Amen. He just speak the word. He speak the word. He speak the word. It happened to Peter also. When the Peter was approached with her, the man at the gate, he said, we don't have anything. Gold and silver and all that we don't have. But such as we have, Jesus, get up and walk. He spoke the word. Hallelujah. Amen. And sometimes, and, and Elijah also stood at a place when there was a mess up everywhere. He stood and said, by my word. I say, wow. And sometimes when I read that scripture, I say, wow. So can I also stand in a place and say, by my word. Yes, it's possible. Because the Bible says what? In the book of 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 1, that was, it said the son of what? Tespet or something. So he was born like, a, like you and I. He was a son to somebody. So how can this man can stand somewhere and say, by my word, there will be no rain. And guess what? There was no rain. Hallelujah. By my word, there will be no rain. He spoke the word. Heaven obeyed. The clouds, heaven, everything obeyed to that word. Take the spoken word. And look how, how many, many sometimes we pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. Hallelujah. Before some small fly can be healed. A small fly, oh, a small fly. Flying somewhere can be healed. He pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. But somebody will stand somewhere and speak the word. Jesus says, these words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. The Bible says, everything shall pass away, but the word remain. Hallelujah. The word never changes. The word remains the same word. Hallelujah. When you read in the scripture, and the Bible was saying that, and the prophet, I will make the prophet become wind. Wow. Because they've obeyed God. Because they've disobeyed his word. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's why coming, just coming to church every day, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. I went to a football with my son, and my son, the boys were asking him, the coach, and ah, why, why, why haven't you been coming for the training or that is? My son said, Mama said, we go to church because we go to church. And he said, How many days? How many hours do you? He said, We go to church on Saturday. We go to church on Wednesday. We go to church on Thursday. We go to church on Friday. The man said, What? He shouts. He said, What? 
I can't stand for one hour. I said, look at that man. I was just looking at him. And the way Pamas was counting the days we go to church on Sunday, I, I, myself, I laughed. Watching them, they say, you go to church on Sunday, you go to church on Wednesday, you go to church on Thursday, you go to church on Friday. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we can go to church as many as, but if the word is not in you, you are just like a wind. Hallelujah. I'm not saying it's not good to come to church. Very, very good. Because the Bible says, uh, faith comes by hearing in the book of Romans chapter 10, verse 17. By hearing the word of God. This is where you can hear the word of God. Sometimes when you're at home alone praying and, and studying the scriptures, oh, I mean, you hear so many voices and sometimes you are not careful. So let me go ahead and take the remote control and turn you to BBC One and CNN and this and that and that. But when you come here with a whole lot of multitude of people, it energizes you. It aids you. But then come to the church alone and go home and throw the Bible somewhere is not enough. Hallelujah. Amen. So the word is very important. Number five. Then I think we should be out of here. The word is a divine lamp. Let me take you to the, I think that's another scripture which is very, very important to the word has a divine spirit. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 70 before you go to the last one. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. See, take, go back please. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. You all know what the sword is. The sword of the spirit, which is the, which is the word, the word of God. The sword of the spirit. Hallelujah. The word of God. As leaders, as church workers, as pastors, as ministers, all we need is the word of God. I read a story about a little book, a little book that had a whole information about Abraham Lincoln. This man came from a very poor family, very, very poor family in those days. No money, nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. But the book was telling it was telling me that this man used the Bible to learn how to count one, two, three. To learn how to how to how to how to read and write the Bible. So if you are using the Bible to learn how to count one, two, three, and also using the Bible to learn how to read and write. That means you have to read a lot. Am I making sense? You really, really have to read a whole lot. So I told myself, I said, no wonder this man became a very powerful president in the history of America. Am I making sense? No wonder. 
because he used the Bible. No book, nothing, no money to buy a book or a textbook or whatever, pencil or whatever. The Bible was everything. He had one Bible. Read and write and count. I said, oh, yes. Do you understand? Yes. So the word of God. The word of God. And sometimes I ask myself so many questions. How come those days, the old, the, uh, the old uh, testament, this Abraham and all those co- uh, colleagues who were who were a father of faith and all those guys, uh, the, the the Bible tells us that or history tells us that there was no Bible, there was a scroll in the sanctuary. So if you want to read, you have to walk all the way to the even when you get there, there's inner and there's somewhere where people ordinary people cannot go. But yet, these guys had faith in God. Far better than us. I'm telling you. Abraham, the Bible, there was no Bible like what, what you and I are holding. No. They, ha- they had to go to somewhere, a certain place. Or, or let's say come to the sanctuary where there's one scroll somewhere. A big something hiding somewhere. So if you want to, if you want to study the word of God, then you go there read it. But these guys. But today, sometimes if I forget my Bible, then I remember oh, the Bible is on the phone. Then it's on the iPad. It, I mean, just name it. Everywhere. When you go to Facebook, you see people putting scriptures over there. Every, every, everywhere the word is. So if you've taken the word, you've made the word like just a normal I'm making sense. Just a normal thing. Oh, yes, we know. But some people can't quote the scripture from beginning to the end. No fit in it. They know it. They've, they've memorized it. Hallelujah. Amen. So for us to function effectively, become poor, function like how Peter functioned, and those guys. Then we need the word of God. Hallelujah. We need the word of God. Very, very important. Number five says the word is a divine lamp. The word is a divine lamp or has a divine lamp. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 119 verse 105. Or let's take 119 verse 130 first place. The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Hallelujah. The entrance of the word of God gives light. So if I'm going in, sometimes when I end up in my room or hall, the living room, anywhere in my house, and something like the light is not on, I, I can stroke it. If I'm looking for some, some even I mean something that, that is very close to me. So sometimes I ask myself, eh, so when the Bible says that those who who are who are not of Christ who are walking in the dark? Then it means a lot. Am I making sense? It means a lot. When I turn the light on, I can't be walking here and there. But as soon as I turn the, I say, ah, but this thing is very close to me. So something can be as close as to you. But because we are in the, we are walking in the dark. But the Bible said the Lord, the entrance everywhere 
the word is spoken. It's mentioned. Brings what? Brings light. Hallelujah. Amen. So in other words, if I have the light, if I don't have the word in me, then it means I'm a light also for somebody. Hallelujah. That is why I'm here today. I remember when I went to school, when I went to school, in my second cycle, this gentleman came all the way from a different school, transferred to our school. The guy said, I've become a senior, a small boy senior. I was very, very, very tiny. Tall, tall guys, big, big guys. Because I went to secondary school very early. Tiny. <laughs> the guy said, I want to see. I said, no, 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 my brother, you can't put that. You can't put that. I need somebody to see. I don't know. Some of you don't, don't understand what I'm saying, but some of you understand it. I need somebody to see. But those days, you, you have to, you sleep. The bears are top and, f- and down. So you sleep on the down one as a senior, and those behind me sleep at the top. So if you need something, you send her, go and get me this, go and do this, go and fetch me water, go and do this. I said, I need somebody. I don't need you. You are equal, senior. I don't need you. This guy force and force and force. Oh, I know. The guy was bringing light into my life. He has made me who I am today. Do you understand? By God's grace, he brought light, the word of God. He wake up early in the morning, pray. I say, hey, my brother, me, I went to sleep. I came here to study. Let me sleep. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to school. He said, you don't know what you're talking about. Until one day, one day, he went to the park. Some of you would understand, but take it as that. To pray in the evening. He came back. Sometimes he asked me, I said, I'm not going. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going for prep and study. Doing my science thing. So he went to pray. And when he came back, he said, ah, he's feeling some pain somewhere there. I said, what pain? That is why I've been telling I don't get it always. I said, hey, that's why I've been telling this prayer, prayer to stop it. <laughs> Stay going steady. The guy looked at me and laughed. So, so the story continues. He said, ah, he's feeling some pains over there. And I said, ah, why? What happened to you? And for some reason, I was the only one in the in the in the whole dormitory that he became very, very close to. And I said, what is the problem? So to cut the long story, the following day, I said he's going to the hospital. I said, okay, this one, I'll go with you. So, because I, I saw that the place was coming up, so he went to the hospital, and they had this thing in certain country, this small thing that when they said when there's a poison or something in your body, and you put it there. If you put it there, if there's a poison in the body, you put it there, then it will stick to the body. If there's no poison, then as soon as you put it there, it will fall down. Okay, so he went there. The hospital, the doctor, he was trying to describe the whole thing. The doctor said, "Okay, I have this thing that people, this traditional thing, put it there. Let's see." He put it there. The thing stopped there. I said, wow, the doctor said, okay, come, let's go. We took the blood from that area. Didn't know it was a snake bite. So as soon as the report came, we sat down for about, 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 possibly two hours. The, the, the uh, lab report came and the doctor came and the doctor sat down. You know, I think when a doctor, medical doctor sit before, hey, it's like a supreme judge, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, how you don't, you don't speak. <laughs> or let he say speak before you speak. So two young tiny students were sitting before the medical doctor and he said the man looked at us for more than more than five, ten minutes. He said, My brother, what happened to you? He said, I don't know. Where did you go? He said, I went to park to pray. 
And he said, do you know why I'm quiet? He said, no. He said, I haven't seen anything like what I'm seeing today. Are you a Christian? He said, I'm a Christian. He said, because of you, I'm also going to believe in God. Because the amount of poison in the lake there, you should have been a dead person now. I said, huh? <laughs> okay. The man, the doctor was shocked from beginning to the end. And he told her that he doesn't know the medication you should give it to her since this thing has been there since yesterday. And he's still alive. My brother, I left the hospital confused. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. That means that this guy, there's something this guy is following which I'm not seeing. Because those days we go to church, Presbyterian church, when it's time for dancing and dancing, they ask for the dancing, we dance, student dancing, we dance and I think you saw my some of my skills in the camp. That's what we do. When you finish, we go home. We put the Bible somewhere. But from that day, I realized, no, there is a God. There is a God. There is a God. Hallelujah. Amen. That has made me to be where I am today. Had it not been that, I would have still been doubting. Oh, this thing that we go ask for church, we all go to church. We we'll go to church and come back. We come and study our books. But you don't have to devote our time into it. No. But my brother, we have to. Because the Bible says that this things, there's a time to be born, a time to grow, and a time to die. And after death, there's a judgment. Hallelujah. There's a judgment. People have died how many years ago? They are still waiting for the Christ to come. So if I die, and I go to the wrong place. Hey. No. Hallelujah. The word of God is a lamp. It's a divine lamp. It has a da- lamp. That divine lamp. Hallelujah. Joel, uh, uh, Psalm 119 verse 105, please. You say, David said, your, la- your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Hallelujah. Amen. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Hallelujah. So you realize that we got only five points now, but then, then the, all the points, a lamp, fire, spirit, power, authority. Hallelujah. Divine authority, divine power, divine fire, divine spirit, and divine what? Lamp. Hallelujah. So if you have lamp in front of you or ahead of you, there is nothing, nothing in the book of John. The way says that the Lord is my light. The Lord is my what? My light. So wherever I go, wherever I go, whether it's dark or light or whatever, he's my light. So when somebody is a light, it guides you, it leads you. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need the word of God. We need the word of God. Hallelujah. So when Jesus came, I think our time is up. When Jesus, Jesus also spoke. Jesus spoke the word of God with authority. 
authority and word and power. Luke chapter 4, verse 36. He spoke with authority and word and power. He demonstrated it. Hallelujah. For us to see. He spoke with the word. With the word. He spoke the word with the weight. He spoke the word of authority and power. Hallelujah. And also, the believers are given the word of authority and power also. Hallelujah. Because Jesus said, these things I do, you shall do. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, Joel, can you put John chapter 70 verse 8 for us, please? For I have given to them the words which you have given me. Hallelujah. So the word that Jesus spoke with authority and power, he has given it to us. Hallelujah. And they have received them. Hallelujah. These words are given to us. Jesus used them. Peter used them. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Elijah. Paul. All of them used the word. They spoke the word and came to pass. Hallelujah. So Joshua was commanded. He was commanded to meditate on the word of God day in, day out. Day in, day out. And by so doing, he will make his way prosperous and success. Amen. Last chapter, the last verse I want us to look at is Genesis chapter 18, verse 18 to 19. Another great man God asks to. Genesis chapter 18, verse 18 to 19. Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him in order that, in order that he may command his children and his household after him. Hallelujah. That they may keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and just after him the bible describes abraham as what the, as a man of what faith so he said command the children after what after you to do righteousness and what and just that the lord may bring to abraham what he has spoken to him hallelujah amen the word of god is our resource. The word of God has a divine authority. So God commanded Abraham, said, let them, teach them. Hallelujah. Teach them. Teach them. Command them after you. The faith that you had in the word, command them after you. The word has the power. It has authority. It has the alarm. Divine a spirit. Hallelujah. So as leaders, if you study the word, obey the scriptures, meditate on it, have faith in the word, then there's nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing that we cannot do. Hallelujah. It was the same word Peter used to win more souls for the Lord. It was the same word Paul used to win more souls for the Lord. It was the same word that the colleagues, the disciples used and the one more source for the word. Let's study the scriptures. Hallelujah. The Bible says, if my word abides in you, hallelujah, my word, the word of God abides in you, 